Hi, this is Mike Chernevsky of the Winning Site Coaches podcast. Uh, in addition to this podcast, I produce all sorts of independent uh, media, be it podcast or video, and I really could uh, use your help. So uh, if you go to patreon.com slash Mike Chernevsky, that's patreon.com slash M-I-K-E-C-Z-E-R-N-I-E-W-S-K-I, uh, please feel free to make a contribution, and you'll have uh, a- access to Patreon-only material that uh, will be uh, coming in the future. So patreon.com slash Mike Chernevsky. Thank you. Enjoy today's program. Hello, welcome to Wingside Coaches. I'm Mike Chernevsky, solo this edition. Uh, we hope to get a, another uh, group discussion in uh, very shortly. Um, but uh, today we're going to talk about some legal um, stuff going on in the world of sports. Uh, first thing I absolutely need to do is uh, acknowledge that, uh, yes, I will be getting at least one Batsu game coming up here uh, soon because the Green Bay Packers, who were my pick to win the Super Bowl this year, did not make the playoffs. Did not make the playoffs. So, so Keith, next time we do the podcast, uh, you get to punish me. Uh, it cannot be, a, cannot be a board game, unfortunately, because that would disqualify board games uh, per our uh, rule of no repeats. Uh, Themes in uh, Batsu games, and that and uh, that's has of course been uh, taken care of. Now I did get uh, a game of Twilight Imperium in. Um, uh, it is as long as advertised, and um, even in the uh, shortened game that we played uh, uh, still took over four hours. So yeah, so Keith, I hope you're listening to this. I have have my punishment ready. Uh, we got uh, one more week of NFL season. I might be going another Batsu game because um, my picks just aren't as good as Keith's at the moment. And uh, let's uh, get on to what I want to talk about today, um, which gives me a perfect opportunity. To introduce Senior Stan 2.0. Let's hear it. But Cronky doesn't care about that. As long as the money is coming in, that's all that Cronky cares about. You are some St. Louis Rams fans. Uh, That is who we need to get out of this club because it doesn't matter what manager... What do you feel? You feel it's more more up there than the manager? Yes. Well, I told everyone in the room today that I have not been able to understand the emotion since 2000.
Stan Crowder. I say this respectfully. You're insane. Don't vote. Don't drive. Don't procreate. <laughs> you're, because you, you're impossibly stupid. So you may recall a while ago uh, that I spent uh, three episodes of the podcast uh, reading the uh, loss, the legal brief for St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Authority Complex. Blah, 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 blah. Let's try that again. St. Louis Regional Convention and Sports Complex Authority and the City of St. Louis and the County of St. Louis versus the National Football League and all its uh, teams and owners. Well, a uh, judge in St. Louis heard the uh, case earlier this month in December and uh, the NFL filed uh, their motions uh, to dismiss. Uh, their defense was uh, quite laughable, I should say. Uh, how laughable was it? Well, they were arguing that uh, that top tier clause that allowed uh, the team to go year to year on their uh, lease of the uh, dome. They're saying that allowed them to just skip town. Uh, no, that's not how it works. And uh, everything. Well, uh, say today is the 27th of December. So we get to. So I, I got some news to share with you because this came out just a couple of hours ago. Uh, headline: This is from the St. Louis Post Dispatch. St. Louis NFL lawsuit likely headed to trial after judge denies motions by the Rams and the NFL. St. Louis plaintiffs suing the Rams and the National Football League over the team's relocation to Los Angeles scored a victory in court Wednesday after a judge largely denied pre-motion, pre-trial motions excuse me, by the league against member clubs. St. Louis Circuit Court Judge Christopher Mc. McGraw, apologies uh, to the judge if I mispronounce it, also denied motions to dismiss some 85 defendants, including all member teams and members of their ownership groups for lack of jurisdiction. McGraw also denied the Rams' efforts to send the case to arbitration under the terms of the dome lease. Between the team and the RSA. McGraw did dismiss a fraud alleged, account of fraud alleged against the other clubs and owners, but the NFL, the Rams, and the team's owners 
must still defend themselves against the claim. On that count alone, McGraw said the plaintiffs lacked specificity when alleging against the other teams and the owners. The case alleging breach of contract and four other counts against the Rams and the NFL was filed in April, and we uh, read this suit here on the podcast, by the city of St. Louis, St. Louis County, and the RSA. It's a lot easier than saying regional convention and sports complex authority. The public entities also allege fraud, illegal enrichment, and interference in business that's caused significant public financial loss. The league and its members can now be forced to produce any number of private documents as part of the plaintiff's requests for discovery in the case, including communications and business information that would now be subject to public disclosure. Ha ha. That possibility could give the NFL and its teams incentive to settle with the regional public entities suing them. Quote, we look forward to receiving the discovery that was sent out months ago, unquote, says uh, Bob Blitz, the lead attorney of the plaintiffs in an email. This would be the same Bob Blitz, by the way, as in Peacock Blitz. Yeah, that, yeah, that guy um, who, uh, who, again, unlike San Diego and Oakland, they got a viable plan together. And the NFL still said, screw you. Moving on. Representatives from the defendants didn't immediately provide comments, although a spokesman for the Rams previously said the team does not comment on pending litigation. Meanwhile, St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger Am I pronouncing that correctly? Issued a scathing statement against the Rams in the NFL. Quote, This ruling is another step towards holding Stan Kroenke and the NFL accountable for conspiring to swindle the St. Louis area out of the NFL team. We supported it with our hearts and our tax dollars. Unquote. Attorneys for the NFL said the plaintiffs couldn't make a claim based on the league's relocation policy because the policy does not amount to a binding contract and merely provide guidelines. McGraw said that argument relies on, quote, facts outside the pleadings beyond what the court may consider on a motion to dismiss. Clearly, plaintiffs alleged facts that give rise to a breach of an enforceable contract, the judge wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about those, uh, uh, about that, uh, about that policy. Um, uh, they came about as part of another lawsuit uh, when the Raiders first moved to L.A. from Oakland, and uh, and the judge said, "Hey, if you." If you're serious about uh, keeping um, an antitrust exemption, one that naturally only applies to baseball, 
then uh, you need to come up with some guidelines. Um, so there's your there's your uh, precedent, you know, past case law. Moving on, Rams attorneys sought to pull the case out of court and into arbitration under the terms of the dome lease and a separate relocation agreement between the team and the public entities. But McGraw said that can only be done when there's a dispute related to the terms of those agreements. Um, We should point out at least that the team broke. The plaintiffs aren't alleging those agreements were violated, rather that the NFL and its members violated their own policy. Quote, even a broad arbitration provision only covers disputes arising out of the contract to arbitrate. That's the judge's ruling. McGraw also ruled that the out-of-state defendants met the criteria of being sued in Missouri, even though the team owners' votes to move the team happened in Houston. And they otherwise had little to no contact with Missouri entities. McGraw said there is standing as long as the alleged out-of-state actions led to consequences in states where the lawsuit was filed. Quinn the judge, this is the clear case of the Missouri long-arm statutes operating the whole defendant's amenable to suits in Missouri for injuries they caused in Missouri. Although the judge granted the defendant's motion to dismiss the fraud claim against the out-of-state's defendants and the, uh, the chefs, McGraw gave the plaintiffs a 30-day window to file an amended complaint with more specific allegations of fraud against those defendants. So, uh, Clark Hunt, why did you vote to screw Missouri out out of uh, an NFL team? Um, The suit's claims... St. Louis has lost an estimated $1.85 million to $3.5 million a year in amusement and ticket tax revenue with the team's departure. It says the city also has lost about $7.5 million in property tax and $1.4 million in sales tax revenue plus millions in earnings taxes. Although it doesn't specify dollar amounts for St. Louis County, the suit claimed that the county had lost out on uh, hotel tax, property tax, sales tax, because of the team's uh, departure. And, of course, the uh, public tax force, uh, Bob Blitz, Dave Peacock, spent more than uh, $16 million on the uh, stadium effort. And I will uh, provide a link uh, to the article in our uh, show notes. Um, this seems to give me an opportunity to, since the one uh, count was um, dismissed, let's take a, another listen at that uh, particular uh, count. Uh, so uh, bear with me as we go into the Wayback Mission. 
on about August 13, 2015, Eric Grubman, the same Eric Grubman who called uh, Bernie Miklas' show uh, just before that uh, owner's vote and uh, trashed the fuck out of the uh, the uh, stadium plan, said of the uh, relocation policy that quotes that it uh, puts obligations on the club and it puts obligations on the league. Explains that a club has to receive the 24 votes in order to relocate and says that to get 24 votes, the owners would have to reach the conclusion that the club meets the NFL guidelines. On about uh, January 30th, 2015, prior to the relocation of the Rams, Roger Goodell said that the NFL wants all of our franchises to stay in their current communities. On about uh, January 16 of 2015, Mr. Grubman stated that the NFL has an obligation, which we take very seriously, to do whatever it takes to keep the NFL team strong in their existing communities. The acquisition of the L.A. property was announced on January 5th, 2015. At that time, Mr. Goodell stated that the NFL was not aware of any plans to relocate the Rams to Los Angeles, but also admitted that Mr. Kroenke had kept him and the NFL informed of the acquisition. At this time, the NFL was in fact aware of Mr. Kroenke's plans and was recklessly indifferent to the truth of the statement by Mr. Goodell. December 17, 2015, Mr. Goodell, with reference to St. Louis Stadium financing, stated that a St. Louis proposal assuming a commitment by the NFL to $300 million for funding towards the stadium in St. Louis was, quote, fundamentally inconsistent with the NFL's program of stadium financing. Less than one month later, the NFL promised that amount to two other franchises, the Raiders and the Chargers, to help defray the cost of new stadiums in their home communities, stadiums that will now not be built because the Chargers have joined Stan in Los Angeles and the Raiders will be moving to Las Vegas. The Rams franchise is a member of the, of the NFL, and thus the statements set forth in count three are made on behalf of the NFL and its member clubs, in addition to being on behalf of the Rams. In addition, the same duty to disclose described in count three applies to the NFL and its member teams. The foregoing material misrepresentations and omissions were false and were known to be false when made by defendants. Plaintiffs, however, were ignorant of the falsity of the representations and could not have discovered the omitted information through ordinary diligence. Defendants intended for plaintiffs to act on these false statements. Plaintiffs relied 
on the supposed truth of the representations and, in fact, spent considerable time and money working for a new stand plan as defendants intended for them to do so and encouraged them to do so. Uh, plaintiffs have a right to rely on defendant statements because, among other things, defendants are bound by the obligations imposed under the NFL relocation policy. As direct and proximate results of defendants' fraudulent misrepresentations, plaintiffs have suffered damages in the amounts to be determined at trial, and the plaintiffs are entitled to restitution and improper gains of improper gains of defendants. This, the conduct of defendants, as described above, was outrageous, willful, and wanton, and demonstrated a reckless or wanton disregard of the rights of plaintiffs and others. Wherefore, plaintiffs respectfully request that the court find in their favor and against defendants award damages to plaintiffs in an amount to be determined at trial, award punitive damages, and grant any other necessary or appropriate relief. from American football to association football uh, now. Um, we should be hearing, uh, hopefully, any day, optimistically, not before uh, the end of the year, which is uh, Sunday. Um, and the appellate courts are ruling on the uh, NASL, the North American uh, Soccer League, where where they stand in trying to reclaim the uh, the uh, D2 sta- status that was uh, uh, unconscionably uh, stripped from them by the uh, U.S. Soccer Federation. Uh, we, uh, as of right now, uh, of course, the... Uh, uh, we learned a lot, a lot about the USSF out of this, uh, out of this case. If if nothing else, so, um, it'll give us an idea just how fucking corrupt USSF uh, really uh, is. Um, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. So, in terms of the the uh, race for the new uh, president of USSF, uh, uh, eight candidates are running officially. Officially, one of them is clearly a favorite of the uh, corrupt people running our our soccer. Um, two uh, and. Uh, and uh, nowhere more of it than uh, the 
Eastern New York State's Soccer Association first hosting a wine and dine for this particular candidate. I'm not going to publicize, so I'm not going to mention the name. You soccer insiders know who I'm talking about. Saying after this wine dine, they're endorsing this candidate, and I appreciate all the efforts by the uh, Pro Ruffer USA and the uh, Pro Soccer Reform uh, people on Twitter for uh, asking the right questions. Everything, of course, as a as a uh, result, the aforementioned association is blocking them. So they must be corrupt as well, the Eastern New York State Soccer Association. Um, I've already preemptively blocked you guys, by the way, but I'm throwing this down as a challenge to that state association. Come after me. Hmm? Let's get some answers. You know, why? Let's get some answers. Why'd you... Why did you seriously endorse this candidate? And why are you blocking people for calling you out on it? Um, Of course, on the flip side of things, you have the Illinois Soccer Association um, saying and doing the right things there. They're endorsing uh, our, my preferred uh, candidate for the job. That is, that is of course, uh, Eric Winalda, who is who is uh, really the only one of these eight candidates who has spoken out in favor of um, the proper reforms, in favor of pro rel, in favor of moving to an international uh, calendar, and so forth. Of course, uh, given a day like today, it's freaking cold out out, uh, at the moment. So a day like today, I to question his judgments, but I see where he's coming from. And uh, for the for the fools out there saying that we shouldn't make such a switch, uh, during this time of year, uh, countries like Germany are uh, taking a, a bit of a break. So, yeah. So, uh, so maybe that's something to uh, take into account. If and when, maybe mostly towards when this uh, switch is uh, made. Um. All right, so that I think I'll probably do it uh, for this edition. Um, hope to have uh, Keith back uh, next next time, and uh, we'll uh, discuss uh, NFL. Uh, we'll uh, issue punishments and uh, all that good stuff. So once again, for everyone on the podcast, I'm Mike. We'll talk to you next time.